What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like the Royal Rumble, except it's a disappointing end. So it's really, it's like the Royal Rumble, exactly, actually. Uh, if, you're tuned, if you tuned in for Royal Rumble talk, you will be disappointed. There was a Rambo at Historic Crossover. I can't remember if they've done a countdown or not, but that's about as close as we're going to get to talking about a Rumble. That's true. That's true. It is the Bread Club episode 11, I think. Damn. I we're making, we're getting there. We are getting there. We are covering all things New Japan Pro Wrestling exclusively for Fightful, FightfulOverbook.com. If you are not subscribed, please subscribe to Fightful Overbooked uh, on the uh, on the uh, YouTube. The YouTubes. Because uh, that's where you can find our show. And apparently you are available in podcast form on Fightful Overbooked if you just put it into your favorite, favorite podcast search histories. I am very disheveled today, Kieran. I apologize. Um... You had a big a big weekend. I had a big weekend. It is my birthday today, and we host uh, Thanksgiving every year. So, uh, oh damn, we have there's that's know. like that's the later end of this week, right? Um, we don't have Thanksgiving over here. It will be Thursday. We we give thanks every day. We're you know we're nice like that. We don't save our thanks for one day of the year, Matt. Right. Well, I'm thankful every day. I'm thankful <laughs> for you. Uh, Kieran for doing this wonderful show with me and I'm thankful for the people over at Fightful Overbooked for giving us the platform but yeah it's chaos my wife is in like she was like oh it's your birthday she went and got me breakfast watch your wrestling shows do whatever I'm gonna go downstairs and clean and I'm like well I feel guilty if I just sit up here and watch wrestling so I like started cleaning Yeah. and then I went downstairs to like grab a seltzer and uh, she was like, hey, can you do a bunch of this stuff for me? And I'm like, you got like 10 minutes, man. <laughs> Go upstairs and record a podcast. She's like, what with who? I'm like, Kieran. She's like, your British friend? And I'm like, yes, my British friend. That's good. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm happy to be known as the British friend. You are. You are my British friend. That's, that's, the, that's the gimmick. So uh, it's a little it's a little hectic over here today. Yeah, it's a... Uh, uh, you know, so spending your birthday with me and Bread Club, I appreciate it. Um, and then you've got this huge 11th anniversary for Shining Wizards as well. That would have happened by the time this airs, but it's happening shortly after we uh, we wrap up here. Yes, and I have tasked two wonderful people with uh, throwing said uh, party. So myself and Tony and Kevin, the Shining Wizards, we have no idea what we're in store for tonight. We just know show up at 645. They got guests. They got surprises. We have no idea what's going to happen. We're not even hosting our own 11th anniversary show. <laughs> I can't wait for this one, man. I'm so excited. And by the time Bread Club drops, that will be on all podcast places. So, yeah, 100% go and check that out. Yeah, but uh, we're not here to talk about the Shining Wizards or Thanksgiving. I'm kind of here to talk about Shining Wizards. Let me ask you. Do you do you big into the World Cup? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, football is the biggest sport in the UK. I've got a season ticket for my local team. Uh, that's like you know our stadium seats about twenty four thousand people. We're lucky if we get ten thousand. Um, but yeah, no. I you say it's obviously um, England played this afternoon in the UK. Uh, it was during working hours. It was a one o'clock kickoff. Um, and my office was like, okay, we're going to put it on in our meeting room. If anyone wants to go and watch it and just take two hours out of their working day to go and watch England in the football, you can. And fuck yeah, I did. And you were like, I'm going to go watch uh, Super Junior Tag League. Thanks. Oh, so. I, I wish I wish I could have done that. I went and watched the football. And then on the way home, I'm walking through the rain, trying to watch Super Junior Tag League on the train, finishing it up when I get home whilst having my dinner. Um, I bet... Like five minutes before we jumped on here to start recording, I finished the awesome main event. I don't want to jump ahead because we are going to talk about the Super Junior Tag League, but uh, the card has other matches. Do you skip those other matches when you're in a time crunch like today? Yeah, if I'm in a time crunch, if I'm watching live, I'll just have them on because like I work from home sometimes as well. So when I'll, I'll stick it on and then I'll start giving more attention to the actual league matches. Um, but yeah, like, you know, Aussie Open were on the undercard today. I want to check them out every possible chance I can right now. And they're still fresh in the New Japan scene, uh, in the Japanese scene, at least in New Japan. Um, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll skip. I'm going to be watching the World Tag League league matches and the Super Junior Tag League league matches 100% and I'll skip the majority of everything else. Yeah, that's usually how I do it too. Just because it's, it's, I mean, I'll never complain that there's a lot of New Japan to watch, but some of those matches are just, give, give me, give me to, I'm going to skip the appetizer. Give me to the main course. Let's see. Yeah, no, but they are great because it does mean the tag, like, you know, what during the pandemic when we had these tournaments and it was just the league matches and they would go on for so long. The, like, you know, G1 matches were all 20 minutes plus. The best of the Super Juniors all 20 minutes. Oh, we're getting sprints. We're getting 10 minutes. And that's what you want from the juniors. You want quick. You want fast. You want digestible. And that's exactly what the show was today. That's good. And we're going to get to that. But we have a lot to cover because we've seen a clear picture of Wrestle Kingdom 17. We had an historic crossover uh, event that took place Saturday night, Sunday, uh, maybe Saturday for you. It was Sunday, Sunday afternoon, evening, Japan, uh, Sunday morning for me. I know when I got back from full gear, I may or may not have been a little tuned up. And I was like, ah, I can't. I mean, you, yeah. you need to brag for a second before we get into the New Japan and we get into historic crossover. I'm sorry I had such on it, but your experience at Full Gear, man. Tell me, what was it like? So uh, they did Full Gear here in New Jersey, uh, in Newark, uh, and it's probably 25 minutes from where I live. So it was Pretty super much. easy. And uh, the Wizards and the Mark Order podcast uh, and a bunch of other friends, we decided we were going to get a suite. Uh, which was unbelievable food, beverage, uh, dead center. Would you, would you, would you say it was too sweet? It was too sweet. <laughs> too sweet. I got to go to full gear and it was an unbelievable show. I will watch it back at some point just because the whole being live there. Yeah, yeah 100%. You, know, you don't know how the, st- you know how it is live, but how do they tell the stories uh-huh. the and, and whatnot? And uh, I didn't get to see Shibata. But I did get a June Akiyama. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad trade, you know, to get to see June, June Akiyama. So it was so cool that he's getting his flowers in this moment, as AEW have done with guys like Kojima and Nogata. Um, obviously, Eddie Kingston, nobody pinch him. Like, you know, nobody wake him up from the dream. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm so jealous that you got to see June Akiyama. Man. It was it was pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, the Elite came back, uh, which is, I mean we'll talk about it kenny omega had a huge weekend um 
I'm a little annoyed that they announced Big Tom Ishii to wrestle Jericho this Wednesday night. It annoys me. Why? Why? Because, you know, I just, I feel like Big Tom, he deserves better. Yeah, I don't know. He, he, he's, he has his role. He does it well. He's never going to be the guy. Um, and he's much more beloved by fans like us. He's much more beloved in the West, I think, than he is in Japan, which is why he's always over mm-hmm. at Rev Pro. He's back here in a few weeks. He's always over in AEW. Um, you know, yeah, we the, the crowds go wild for him, like Suzuki as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, when they when when they and when they they showed that package, I was with a bunch of people who are familiar with New Japan. I'm like, really? They're gonna fucking send Big Tom over here to do the <laughs> Jericho again? Yeah. I mean, maybe he knocks Jericho's head off and just walks away with a title. That that'd be awesome. We can dream. That'd be awesome. Uh, the stardom alumni, Jamie Hayter, won the, the interim world championship. That was awesome. The crowd was like super into her. Yeah, I've not watched a thing just because Full Gear finished at like 5 a.m. UK time. And then Historic Crossover started at 7 a.m. UK time, the pre-show. Yeah. So if you're an American, or, do you know, unless you're in that side of the world, Japan, Australia, where you could have watched Full Gear in the morning and then watched Stardom in the evening. If you're on the Western side of the hemisphere, like Matt and myself, and you watch both of these shows back to back, you're batshit crazy, but also like bravo. Yeah, no, if you did, God bless you. I know the people out in California, uh, sometimes they catch a break where it starts at like uh, like 11 p.m. Still, this was a long show. This was by the time oh. it wrapped up, it was it, including pre-show historic crossover was about five-hour show, uh, four and a half hours if you take like you know there's a bit of gap from pre-show to the main show. Yeah, just that's still wild. Um, so if you've done that, like you deserve some type of recognition. You deserve a special uh, a special thing next to your name on Twitter. Elon Musk should create something. It's a power. It's a power play. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Bravo. See, I I usually try to reserve it for. Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, yeah, I've booked a day off for Wrestle Kingdom now uh, because it's a Wednesday. It's in the middle of the week. Um, I won't be working from home. I know that much. And yeah, I want to enjoy Wrestle Kingdom. And I, I'm so glad I did with the way the card is looking after this weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. That. I. I mean, we'll we'll get to it. when when the announcement happened. I straight away looked at flights to Japan. They're so fucking expensive. Like more expensive. I've gone. Four times? Four times. I've never seen a flight so expensive. What's a round trip? What was you, what were the prices? Just because okay, I don't... So usually, it depends. Like, I've done direct once or twice, maybe. But usually, yeah. it's a stopover. Because, obviously, you end up saving hundreds of pounds. Um, as a few extra hours onto your trip, of course. But I've done it for 600 to 800-ish quid uh, pounds. Which is probably, like, you know, 700 to 900 $1,000. At the moment... The cheapest flights that aren't ridiculous, where it's not like it takes you 50 hours to get there because you have like a 20 hour stopover, are like 13, 1400 pounds, like 17, 18,000 dollars, uh, seven, 1,700, 1,800 dollars. Um, yeah, 1300 pounds is the equivalent to 1535 American dollars. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I can't do that. I want to buy the replica belt. I've got a wedding to pay for. Like, I, I got to make sacrifices and it's killing me. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough because uh, I was, again, the, the full gear that we were at. Two of the two of the guys that are there will be going to Japan for us, uh, and they're fuck, like, you sh- "Fuck you them guys, you should do it. We should. Um, it's not that easy. I'm going to just. It's not not this year. 
like oh, I think Wrestle Kingdom's on like a Wednesday, right? It like, is. I yeah. Leave, I leave for a cruise two days after that. Man, you so not in the cards this year. Yeah, you would have to fly back the day after, and you would be so fucked. You would you would be too jet lagged to enjoy half of that cruise. Yeah. So. So uh, I will start when I come back from my cruise. I will start saving for twenty twenty four. I will say, Wrestle King plans awesome because everyone obviously does shows. Everyone should do Wrestle Kingdom if you're a Jap- if you're a New Japan fan. But G One is also a great shout because you get free back to back shows. Right. Usually, you know they do Tokyo for the final A block, final B block, the G One final. They're all in the same venue. Um, it's just that you get so many surrounding shows like Noah Shinsuke Nakamura, Great Muta, January first. TJPW are doing a show at Korokuen Hall. And I don't know if people realize this. Tokyo Dome and Korokuen Hall are literally a 30-second walk from each other. Um, they're literally next door to each other. And fans are being nearly, you know, uh, the Young Bucks always used to eat in TGI Fridays. It's literally Korokuen Hall, TGI Fridays, a set of stairs, Tokyo Dome. Um, and I don't know if people realize that Korokuen Hall is it's like the fifth floor of a yeah. Building. I on my oh, first two trips to Japan, I'm, I must have walked past Corcoran Hall like 50 times and I didn't know it was there. It's just, it's just, yeah, you have to, it's up the, the flight of stairs. It's, it's crazy. Cool. It's wild. Um, yeah. But yeah, TJPW do a show January 4th. It finishes in time. It's at Corrigan Hall, finishes in time. So everyone can then go to Wrestle Kingdom, you know, Stardom do shows around it and DDT do a show where tickets are all one price in Corrigan Hall. Um, it's fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to go back, man. Yeah, no, I hear you. My buddy said they're going for two weeks and they have like his he was like, I'm like, how long are you going for? He's like, we we're gonna go for a couple of days, but then my brother got the itch, so now we're doing stardom and TJPW. We're doing DDT Pro, like they're going all I'm like, Oh yeah, fucking awesome. It's the best, man. They're gonna have such a fucking cool time. He's been a couple times, so he's he's uh yeah, he's that's, that's, that's good. You know where to go, you know yeah. how to get everywhere, you know. Suzuki's clove shop can be a bit difficult to find unless you know where it is for the first time. And you've got the New Japan Tokon shop, the, their merch shop that's open all the time, like a normal store that's five minutes away from the Tokyo Dome as well. Um, <sighs> I'm, I'm making myself sad. Let's make let's let's move on oh. to better news. Let's talk about historic crossover, man. Don't be sad. We had a very monumental weekend in the New New Japan oh, yeah. Stardom World historic crossover. Um, before we go into the, I just say I think the show was a huge success. Oh, uh, here's a question for you: Did you sell the Seven Seas like the new IWGP Women's Champion Kyrie, or did you pay for this pay per view? I pay. It's, it's just it's just me and you. You can be honest. No, I pay. Look, I always pay. I'm all about. I get it. I get it. Some people times are tight; they can't afford it. I want to support, so I went through I, the I, world. This is like. The first pay-per-view I've bought in God knows how long. Like all the ones New Japan do in America, it's shit o'clock for me, and I don't, I can't, I'm not staying up. Like right, unless I would start for Wrestle Kingdom, I'm not going to stay up for Rumble in Forty Fourth Street, you know. Um, so I don't tend to pay for those because I always want to watch live. But yeah, no, this is I, I paid for this as well. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. No, no, no fault to anyone who didn't. I'm, I, I was just curious. No, you do, look, do you look, do you think, man? I just always, it's like a thing. You know, I wasn't watching live, but I, I I bought it before I left for full gear, knowing that I would be able to watch it uh, yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. And of course, Kieran, the good friend that he is, slid into my DMs while I was slumbering. <laughs> avoid Don't, the spoilers. Avoid, avoid the it. spoilers. I'm like, done. Easy. Done. Easy peasy. And the biggest, well, no, it's not even a spoiler. I was going to make a bad segue, but it kicked off with an awesome opening match this pre-show. 
fucking LA Dojo just got given the spotlight. I felt kind of sorry for the Noge Dojo because the the Japanese Young Lions and the debut of uh, Oscar, someone in our fight, someone put in the comments of our last video how to pronounce his name properly. I don't remember how to say it. I want to say it's Lieber. Oscar Lieb, maybe. He got a spotlight. But basically, this was just like LA Dojo's back. We're going to fuck up the Young Lions. And they fucking did. It was so cool. Um, the the moment of the match, Alex Cogling putting an uh, Oscar up on his shoulders and Kevin Knight hitting the best dropkick of the fucking year. Uh, I've had people tell me, you know, I've been hyping up Kevin Knight. This was their first time seeing him, seeing that dropkick. And they're like, okay, Kieran, once in your life, you was fucking right. It's pronounced Lobe. L-O-Y-D-E yeah, with the E and the M pronounced like a schwa. He's a giant. I know That's, that much. Dude yes, is, is huge. But um, but yeah, this was just a showcase for the LA Dojo, man. Like Alex Coglin and Gabriel Kidd debuting their joint muscle buster finisher, which is something I haven't seen before. Um, you know, Clark Connors barely didn't get in the ring much as well, but he's you know, maybe he had best of super juniors to showcase himself already, and he was like, You guys take the spotlight. Um, he had the Carl Fredericks earring. He had the spot. He did. He did. And there was a bit of Kevin Kelly said on commentary, he'll be back. Um, you he know. did. So I wonder what that's all about. But no, I love this. You know, we're both huge fans of the LA Dojo. We've both had Alex and Clark on our respective podcasts for interviews. They're awesome, awesome guys. Uh, I, I'm so excited for them to kick ass on this tour. Yeah, no, I, I was super happy to see these guys. And look, Kevin Knight was making his debut. Gabe Kidd is back. Like, this was a huge deal for them. I don't. I want to know where Alex Coughlin's mask ended up because he threw that shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was, I was like, what's he doing? I was like, that shit can't be cheap. Oh, it wasn't like, he threw it like, well, he fucking like a Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, man. That, that was, he looked so cool as well. Like, when he first debuted the android gimmick and he had the arms and stuff i was kind of like i'm not sure like i really love alex a lot but uh, he it, with just the mask it looks so much more badass as well and he's in an incredible shape yeah he had to he had to tweak it a little bit yeah yeah um or maybe it was the fact that he couldn't get everything to japan um but yeah awesome way to open the show i agree i agree and i liked um I like that the the no the no gay dojo. I like the I like seeing those guys. The the Oscar is gonna be he's like unlike any. He's so like tall and lanky. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. be interesting it's, to see what they do with him. It really is. They haven't had a young lion like that. Like you know, bad luck Farley when he was young lion. He was surprisingly like he was. Give him a Google when he's younger in his wrestling. He's nowhere near as big as he is now. He was quite a. Uh, not slim, but he was much more athletic than he is today. Um, but yeah, I imagine this guy will probably tower. Oscar will probably tower over Farley. The dude is huge. Yeah, he's a big guy. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him. Um, How many names can you name from the Stardom Rambo? Oh, zero. <laughs> I zero. mean, I'm not far off. I, I, you know, these were. It was a matter of getting lots of names on the card. Um, it was. It was. It served its purpose. It's nothing anyone's going to rave about or remember. Um, it was. Let's get all these stardom guys on the cards because they deserve to be on there too. Hundred percent. Now I know. Uh, last time we did the show, I was. Uh, I had expressed that I was going to try and watch some stardom, and, and a wonderful person on Twitter. Um, because I know you at one up culture. 
you were helping me. Yep. And then uh, there was a guy, Cosmic Angels, I think was this handle. Cosmic Angels is one of the factions in Stardom. So, yeah. Yeah. He had like a couple extra letters and the Angels, but he was kind enough to share with me some some links to some Stardom shows. Um, So I was I had watched a little bit of that. You're coming. You're you're getting there. One. You'll you'll be a Stardom fan soon enough, man. We're getting there. Look, I thought. How, How could you not be after the main event? There was a couple things. The Stardom stuff that he sent me was the 10th anniversary show. And I only got halfway through it, but I enjoyed most of it. But I didn't understand why they put the girls' birthdays on the screen. Because that just seems weird to me. I think they do that in Noah as well. I could be wrong. Yes, they do do it in Noah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> guys are fucking creepy. So creepy guy wrestling fans don't need to know these girls' birthdays. Yeah. So maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I don't know. But at least it's not a stardom thing. It's a, I suppose it's more of a Japanese thing. And then on the 10th anniversary rumble that I watched, Kikutaro was in it, and he was grabbing chicks by their chesticles. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah, there's always questionable stuff. Like you know, some of the comedy in DDT is uh, questionable at best. Um, I mean, MJF motorboated a lady as well, which was... Uh, she, I did see. I couldn't see that from where I was sitting. That was, yeah, very surprising. I've seen video. He asked, can I, and stuff like that. And she was like, go for it and stuff, I suppose. You know, consent is important. Um, yeah. But we're, we're not an AEW podcast. I'm not going to get get lose our fight full place by uh, getting myself cancelled for saying bad things of, against MJF. They, won't, they can't cancel us. We have, other, we have other platforms, Kieran. You can't get rid of us. The bread club is too big now. We're like herpes, buddy. <laughs> uh, that's I. There's no segue away from that into the, not, into the card. The, the rumble was, I don't know, man. The fucking weird poses, like, eh. yeah, it was fine. I don't think me and you, not being the biggest Stardom fans, have, don't have much input on this match. I don't think, but the, the next match was pretty fucking cool. I, uh, <laughs> I was a little hungover yesterday morning, <laughs> so I start at the show and the, the dojo starts. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then there's this rumble. I was like, they put the fucking dojo on before the rumble on the show. And then they're like, we'll be back in 20 minutes. Hope you enjoyed the pre-show. I was like, oh. <laughs> now like, you. <laughs> I, I need to get a bacon, egg, and cheese. I need to pause this. Did you go for a 20-minute power nap? And go get, a, go get some breakfast to sop up some of this alcohol. And then when you came back, fully refreshed, of course, uh, we got a Japanese debut. Leo Rush picked yeah. up the win, picked up the win for his team. Uh, looked great. Um, it was obviously a match to debut Leo Rush and the Yo team, um, which they did. They won with a 3K. Uh, it was a quick little fun match. Um, yeah, it was a match. Yeah, as if I was didn't feel good before I come back. <laughs> Here comes Leo Rush, your, right? And and, and, and your favorite stable, House of Torture. Motherfucking House of Torture. Show, show, all of a sudden, show has a punchable face. I want to punch show in the face. Yeah, yeah. I thought when watching the Super Junior Tag League today, I did think he's had such a fall from grace. Um, but yeah, this match was fine. It served its purpose. Do you feel like we never got the proper payoff for Show and Yo? Yeah, a hundred percent. The feud was awful. Um, it really annoyed me that Yo should have been. Obviously, he does all these comments. He's furious. He's pissed off. The bell rings, and let's start with a headlock. Um, the bell shouldn't be ringing. Yo should be going for show before the bell rings. You know, it should have been a blood feud, and they, they just had normal, they just had blase wrestling matches. They should have been trying to kill each other. Um, Yo, especially, and and we never got that out of Yo. He he done that more against Hiromu than he did show. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's very to all the old school wrestling fans out there. It was okay. Like, it wasn't good. It's like Ric Flair, not Ric Flair, Rick Martel and Tito Santana when they broke up Strike Force. We never got a blow off to the feud. I think New Japan tried. They had so many matches showing yo. They just were not great matches. I think they had one that was quite good, but the rest it was so. Yeah, and now it's you know it just is what it is. It's they're never gonna evidently like you know yo just treats show like he would any other opponent now. It's a shame. Uh, I was excited to see Leo Rush in there. I'm not the biggest Leo Rush fan for the stuff he does outside the ring. I I agree. He but he is so fucking good in the ring. He's great. Look, if he's oh. just stay, just stay, dude. Don't retire in two months. Don't make a big fucking to do about it. Stay because you're a huge asset to New Japan. Yeah, uh, we'll get to his match at Super Junior Tag League, but he was so they they loved him. Now the next match, the six the six the six woman match, mm-hmm. uh, the Queen's Quest and Donna Del Mondo. Yeah, definitely made me. I watched the Rumble and I was like, "This is if this is what you're gonna show me." I'm like, this is going to be bad. I'm like, the main event's going to deliver. But then these ladies come out, and I was like, this is this is fun. This was fun. It was great. Yeah. They, you know, you got Tekla doing her spider uh, arching back stuff. Uh, Sai Kamatani looking like a million bucks like she is. The uh, Wonder of Stardom. World of Stardom? Wonder of Stardom champion. Um, you got Himika, the Jumbo Princess, the big host lady. Uh, it was It was a great sprint. You know, nine minutes, they all got to showcase themselves. It was the perfect appetizer to get, you know, for someone who hadn't seen Stardom before, someone that's just coming in board, this was a great match. Yeah, no, I agree. This is this was definitely, you can skip the rumble. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and that's no disrespect. It's just, you, there's... No, it's the, you, 99... you don't know. Like... If you don't know people in any type of rumble battle royal situation, they're utterly, they don't serve a purpose for you. I get they want to you know, people that haven't seen Star. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. To introduce them to him, but it's just not a good introduction. No. Kevin and Chris did a great job trying to explain, but they're oh, like, absolutely. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is their sisters, but they're enemies. And I was like, I can't. Yeah, yeah. It's not, a, it's not the ideal, most ideal I situation. I can't keep track of this. But then business really fucking picks up, man. Dude, Dude we, I love this match. We get into the mixed tag matches. We got Zack Sabre Jr., ZSG. Uh, they make the entrance looking cool as fuck. Um, then comes out Shuri, the World of Stardom champion. Uh, and then out last comes Ton Lawler, rocking the red scarf around his neck, red towel. Got the red sunglasses, star glasses on. He's clapping his way down to the ring, and Shuri jumps in. Yeah. Reveal does does the the reveal of the short jeans to the uh god damn it what are they called what's these short short jeans called I'm drawing a blank like Daisy Dukes Daisy Dukes reveals the Daisy Dukes and he's got God's eyes logo Shuri's stable plastered all over them um he fucking loves Stardom so much and he particularly loves Shuri they both UFC backgrounds MMA uh, they're both legit and he's just such a Stardom fan like it was just so cool watching this knowing how much he must have been loving life. Watch, having this match yeah this was a lot of fun it was so good 
and there seemed to be like a theme throughout the show where they were constantly teasing the men and women getting involved. And there was a little bit in every match until it just comes fucking unglued later in the night. Which <laughs> uh, I don't know a lot about this Julia chick. And I know that this Suri, she was the PWI number one, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was fully deserved. Yeah. That Julia chick looks, looks like a fucking star. Like Kelly oh, and Chris Charlton did a great job telling her story with the shaved head and the knee injury. But I like, I got to find time because I want to watch. She's more of her. so fucking cool, man. Like, yeah, she shaved her head and then, you know, she, she got her head shaved. I should say yes. she lost the match versus Tam Nakano. Uh, and, you know, they don't, they don't do it in the ring. Do so much. She looks awful. She comes back. She's got like army combat attire on. She's got a shaved head. She looks fucking cool as hell. Um, and now she looks the way she does as well. She's she's inca- incapable of not looking like a fucking superstar. Uh, and yeah, it's her versus Shuri at the end of the year for the title. That's their big... They always have a big match just for the end of the year. I think it's like December 28th or t- December 29th 29. this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to fucking bang. Like Shuri has got 10 defenses with that title now. She's That's why she's number one in the world, the women's rankings. Um, she's held a title for well over a year, 10 defenses. Uh, it, it, this could, it, it could go either way. It's going to be so cool. And I'll tell you what I really like. The, the action in this match was nonstop in and outside the ring. There's like never a moment where somebody's waiting for a tag. They're uh-huh. always fighting each other. And as well, like it was so funny when Shuri and uh, Shuri and Julia are fighting each other. Tom comes into the ring to grab Shuri away gets in julia's face like what are you doing and then julia slaps him and then shuri's like why are you dragging me out of my own fight and her own tag partner they slap him and then shuri and julia who used to be a tag team once upon a time they team up to beat up tom lawler like the poor guy um and then the thing is though it was so good as well like the little the zach and tom lawler doing their technical stuff on the mat it was so great but then just the antics the women attacking the men phenomenal yeah, no, this was this was a lot of fun, and you could tell everybody had a good time f- during the match, and it was entertaining. And and uh, I got a question: this lady that they bring out to do the commentary, Waka, why? I I you know at first she was great during these matches. She was really good. I thought, um, considering she's obviously Japanese, she's got a pretty good handle of the fucking English language. Like, kudos to her. Um, but yeah, it's the show, like the New Japan matches, you know, she couldn't get as involved. But I mean, she's literally in tears during the main event, man. It, it added. Yes. But um, but no, she's like, she's really beloved by the fans. She's never won a match, bless her. No, she's Chris <laughs> there to win the Rambo, and then he found out she, he was reading the uh, results wrong. <laughs> um, no, I liked her addition, like, but yeah, I, I I understand what you mean. It was nice to have a woman's voice on the commentary table, like Kevin Kelly said on Bread Club. He wanted a woman to join them on the commentary team. I 100% understand, but she just seemed very out of her element. Like, I don't think she said much during the championship match at the end of the show either. I think she was probably just, like, fucking loving it. Like, Because I know at one point, like, <laughs> Kelly was like, she has, you know, she has tears in her eyes. And then and she's she speaks literally... afterwards. I don't mean to jump ahead. But, like, they try and get her involved in the Osprey match, and I think her response was like, wow. Yeah, no. I mean, it's it, you know, it's a it's a new Japan match. You might not know no, or, give, I, or I, give a shit, especially then, like, having to point, try to English out as well. Yeah, well, then at one point, Chris Charlton starts speaking Japanese. Japanese to her, uh, talking yeah, about, uh, <laughs> his outfit, and we'll get, I'm, I don't mean to jump ahead, but I was just like, 
there were times where she didn't speak and then like there's a woman's voice i'm like what the f- oh that's right this chick is still there she is still there um but to get back on track then uh before you derail us even more matt um but next up you've got an eight person tag match you've got meltair and suzuki goon that's for tam nakano yoshinobu kanemaru and taichi and they defeated uh Mel, uh, Momo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, El Desperado, and Doki. Again, this rules. They're breaking the rules. They're beating each other up. The men are attacking the women. Uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru got fucking mugged on the outside uh, by oh, yes. all of <laughs> all of Otai. Um, again, just so much fun once the interactions between the men and the women were taking place. It, it just it was so cool. Can we can we just point out that Desperado, such a gentleman. Half Desperado mask, half uh, uh, Starlight Kid mask. She did the same. But yep. also, he stopped the women from attacking the other women during the entrance because he knows Tai Chi is the voice of an yeah. <laughs> And he knows, he knows Tai Chi's, tai Chi's, uh, he's kinda, he's, tai Chi's trying to get with one of them. Yeah, the fucking... I know you don't really watch the backstage comments. The backstage comments for this match between uh, Tai Chi, Kanemaru, Tam Nakano, and Atsupoi it's so fucking funny, man. Uh, it's it's brilliant stuff. Um, but yeah, I ugh, this match was great. Um, you yeah. know, Tam, they were teasing they're gonna hold hands and do a big spot, and they pulled it off. Um, you know, uh, I I it, it was I loved it, man. I just I had a smile on my face the whole match. Yeah, this was a lot of fun, and uh, I don't think Desperado gets. In the past six months, not even we've seen him go five star matches. We've seen him do a crazy fucking death match. I, you know, and he's here doing this like he can literally do it all. He is a forgotten contender for wrestler of the year. Yeah. When you, if you go back to the beginning of the year, look at his resume. Uh, he, you know, he's such a he's been such a standout for this year across the board. Like you said, you know, he has a death match with Moxley. He has the death match with Jun Kasai, killer running best of the Super Juniors. Um, did he start off the year with the title? I can't remember. Uh, no, Robbie Eagle, didn't Robbie Eagles beat him at 16? Uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 16. I don't remember. I'm going to look it up right now. I want to say it was him versus Hiromu, and he finally got his he got his big win over Hiromu in a landmark match. Um, I thought it was fucking Robbie Eagles. I feel like I was annoyed about it. Robbie Eagles was in the, the junior tag tag title match, uh, and then yeah, you're right. Just exposed, uh, Hiromu. Yeah, and they, uh, they had the ELP thing with the cup and all that stuff. Um, it seems like it was so long ago. It doesn't seem like it was this year. At all. Uh, but yeah, no, Despy is. It's the nature of the New Japan schedule, though, that you kind of forget because Best of the Super Juniors was so long away. Then you have the G1. El Desperado isn't involved in the G1. And then you have, you know, tag tournaments. He's not involved in the tag tournament because he's got a title match. Right. Um, that you forget just how strong of a year El Desperado has had. Yeah, no, but this was this was so this was so much fun. Also, the ending has to be mentioned. You know, Natsupoi going for the Suntory surprise, whiskey in her mouth, along with Kanemaru spraying out, trying to clean her tongue after, bless her. Um, she did not like that. Nope. Uh, but yeah, no, it. it again just two back to back so wild but so wildly but they're both anarchy and chaos but in totally different ways tom lawler match and this match uh just yeah back to back awesome well the next match they really just they might as well just throw the the intergender shit out the window <laughs> how 
do you know what? It really tickled me when Tanahashi got in the ring to start stomping a mud hole in Micah. And then he stands there and he hits his pose. Like, he's just done the greatest shit ever when he's just stomped on someone and he's not meant to be doing it because it's against the rules. And then, of course, the moment of the match is when Mike is beating him up and he just hits his famous swat. Like, the crowd would, like, fucking gasp all in unison when they're not meant to be making noise. Yeah, this was this was a lot. I knew it was going to be different right from the start when the women attacked the men uh, when they were standing on the apron. And I was like, this is going to be a whole different animal here. It was uh, as well, like, Micah was going in saying she wants to suplex Tanahashi. She wants to suplex Tanahashi. And she got her revenge on Tanahashi and got to suplex him. Um, but, you know, as someone that hasn't, like, watched much or very little of stardom as well, don't you, don't, doesn't Itami, like, looks-wise, just give you Okada vibes? Tanahashi's tag partner. Yes, she was, the, she was the woman that Suri beat, right? That was, like, their... Yeah, yeah, so the night before, Suri beat her, yeah. Um for the yeah, to retain her, beat her for the title like a year ago i feel like that was like yeah a- that was the match <laughs> one of like almost an hour right something like that yeah yeah that was one of the matches that i felt like you know gave a lot of credit to i don't know if it broke the scale um it might have uh but it's one of those matches that got really popular among like you know fans that don't necessarily watch stardom um it got a lot of uh, love on the internet uh yeah they've got amazing chemistry with tommy and shuri um but yeah no she's just her look her presence it just gives me real okada vibes with tommy yeah, and um, that the the that the whatever the power bomb she hits to, for the win, the hijack bomb. Yeah, or these chicks beat the dog shit out of each other with these. That's moves. what I mean. It's it's base. It's New Japan, just women. That's like it's 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 an unfair comparison, but it's an easy comparison because they are so special and unique. But in terms of the fact they they do just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, and look, I we're, I don't want to jump ahead, but I just be we're gonna talk about the main event. It's a completely different vibe in Japan than in America. It's it, yeah, like a hundred percent, dude. I felt like I was watching a different person, a different product than from two weeks ago, uh, three weeks ago when I was at, in New York. Uh huh. Yeah, because you you were kind of like, what's the hype about Mayu? Um, yeah, and she now, didn't have the tail. It was a whole. It sounds, whole... It sounds like your tone has changed. Um, when I'm sure it listens yeah, to the press uh, level, uh, very happy once we get to the main event to hear you give yeah, Mayu yeah, some. Someone even in the the comments and it was like, I don't know how you don't get Mayu. I was like, I just don't get her, dude. Like, I'm trying. Like I said, it wasn't the best introduction to Mario, you know, but you, you, you've come to your senses. Yes, absolutely. Um, after that fantastic mixed tag match, go out of your way. If you're going to watch Historic X, if you have time to watch the whole almost five hour show, do it. But if not, the LA Dojo, these mixed tag matches um, and the two, the last two, I mean, the Muda stuff is great too. There's really not a lot of skippable shit on here, but if you're no. If you're crunched on time, watch the, the in their intergender matches, Muda's last match, and the, the two main events. Yeah, I mean, um, we're skipping over LIJ versus United Empire, which was it was really good. It was fun. These type of matches always are. Um, I was surprised. Oh man, come on, can we 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 are fans of Gideon Gray on the bread club, much to Kevin Kelly's chagrin. We like Gideon Gray. Um when Shingo went to do his King Kong combo, as I like to call it, he does the the back elbow and then he does the punch or does he do the punch no yeah back elbow punch and then he goes to the lariat doesn't he he does it every match he does the back elbow he does the punch he goes hit lariat and gideon gray is already on the floor because he can't like two two moves is too much for him that was such a good fucking moment like he's just 
Gideon is a really smart fucking wrestler, man. Do you think he's so he start tried to start a match with Shingo? You think that's a smart idea? Uh, yeah. Hey, Fabe, Gideon is not a smart man, right? If, if but in yeah, terms I'm of saying, I'll play devil's advocate here. No. You're with TJP and the United Empire and Akira and and Aussie Open, and you're like, I will start against Shingo. And you know what? I don't know what the rest of the United Empire was thinking to let him get in there. It's like, you know, you have to, when you've got a child, you have to let them learn their own lessons. You know, they have to know that they, when they fall over, it hurts. You can't, you can't protect them all the time. So sometimes you just got to let Gideon go in and, you know, he'll learn his lesson. I get, did, do you think he learned his lesson? <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> right back out there, sticking his nose where it don't belong. But do you know what I think says volumes since Aussie Open have rocked up that when they've been in these matches with Gideon Gray, uh, that Gideon Gray hasn't been taking the loss because he's he's like, is it would you call it an evolution or a de-evolution of the full guy for a stable, the pin eater for a stable? Because he is, you know, the next level of it, whether you want to say it's an improvement or a downgrade, because he can take a pin and it's never gonna fucking matter. You know, whereas Abushi gets wins, he wins titles, he has title matches. Gideon's not gonna be in that position ever. But he's also not going to be getting pinned. Interesting. But that's what I mean. So him to not take a pin in a match like this, for them to give Aussie Open the win, they, they are trying to let people know that Aussie Open are nothing to fuck with. Even Gideon Gray. Yeah. I mean, Gideon Gray's there, and they still won. Like like Kevin Kelly said, it was basically a handicap match. I mean, Dick to goes in every House of Torture match. He is, unfortunately. Um, and he was during the Super Junior Tag League. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it was 10-man. Ten, ten These matches are always great and fun. Um, and then, yeah, we get on to Great Muta's final ever NJPW match. Yeah, and just before we move on to that, I think it's just great. It, we waited so long to see Aussie open in, in, a, in a New Japan ring, just whether it's a five-man, an eight-man, whatever. Like, it's great to see them in a ring. So I'm super-duper pumped up to see them uh, in the regular World Tag League. Oh, man, it's going to be so fucking good. This World Tag League is going to be the best for years i've said it every time i've spoken about World tag league um but yeah i i mean you said to not skip this match i i would say to skip it i don't know for the for the nostalgia there's not look this is not a five-star match i think for the nostalgia and just so you can understand the jeff cobb promo afterwards <laughs> holy shit man oh i was so i was in bits watching that um yeah i think you know, he's like fucking 60 years old. He's not. I think this was something. If you're there, you love it. If you're in the audience, holy shit, it's the great mover. I'm seeing the great mover one final time. Or I'm seeing the great mover for the first and last time. If you're watching live, it's not. the. If you're watching on a screen, it's not the same vibe, um, which is why I was like, this is skippable. Yeah, no, it definitely. I mean, again, for the nostalgia purpose, but you're not getting, you know, WCW, uh, New Japan, uh, fucking great muda you're getting you know you're getting broken need fucking great muda Um, and the the idea that it's just semantics that he's going around saying it's the last run of the great muda means we're going to get a kg mudo run oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah. um he's the great muta's last match is the one versus shinsuke nakamura yes kg muto's last match is a few months later inside the tokyo dome um so smart man making that making all that cheddar man he's getting that doing double everything he would have um but yeah, no, it, it, it was a fine match. But yeah, you mentioned the Jeff Cobb promo. If you haven't seen it, go to YouTube, check it out. 
because I was watching it and I was like, at first I was like, oh, maybe he's just facing the wall so nobody can see all the paint on his face, the mist on his face. And then it clicked. He cuts his entire promo facing the wrong way. He thinks he's looking at the cameras. He's looking at a fucking wall. And it's because the Great Moose Mist has blinded him. It was genius. It was fucking so funny. I think it was, was it, it wasn't Muda's, it was Okan's mist, right? Was it? Okan Did tried I... to miss Muda and he moved. He? Oh, and... yeah, 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 you're probably right. Um, But yeah, either way, he got misted and fucking gold comedy hour backstage with Jeff Cobb. Comedy hour. And Okada gets a win for the, the Muda team. Yeah. So I thought it was weird, like... Nah. If we're, gonna, if, we're, if we're gonna go out there and say it's Muda's last match, at least let him fucking pin somebody. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but then we get into we get into the main course. We've had our desserts. I did not know. We've had our starters. We've had a few main courses. Now the main main course. I did not know Shooter was Red Shoe's son. Really? Is that real? Yeah, 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 100%. Red Shoes Uno's actual name would be Red Shoes Umino. Yes, um, but... They, they explained it on commentary how he got the name Uno. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's legit uh, the son of Red Shoes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, why I didn't know that or if I missed it. Yeah, I mean, it's been out there, I suppose. It's been known, but I, maybe they were mentioning it all the time when he was a young lion. I can't remember now. It was like three, three plus years ago. Um, but yeah, I this this match fucked. Yep. Uh, I've watched Shota versus Will for the Red Pro title at York Hall. I watched them face off again at Royal Quest. This one, easily the best of the trilogy they've had so far. Um, I can't believe how much of a superstar Shota Umino looks like now after, you know, he done the whole Tanahashi thing clearly in the UK where he put on weight so that he could turn it all into muscle. Dude is shredded to fuck. Lean, athletic, but big. He, he looks amazing. Yeah, and it could, you couldn't ask for him to arrive on the scene at a better time. You know, the pandemic was shit and New Japan worked its way through it. And they made some great decisions and they made some awful decisions. Uh, but it was definitely time for some fresh. We need some new superstars, right? And and Shooter looks like Shooter, Renarita, like, let's get it. And yeah, Shooter looks great in his entrance. But man, I'm still not over Will Ospreay's entrance and the ring gear, the, the Hayabusa tribute absolutely phenomenal green for the united empire colors uh wrestled in the gear the mask i just absolutely one of my favorite things in wrestling this year yeah and i think the backstory too and kevin kelly and chris charlton told the story is like he went to Hayabusa's daughter to get like his her blessing like just like and, and kevin kelly you know being a professional he's a dirt bag but then you see him do something like this and you can appreciate him and his love for the sport uh, uh, it's yeah, Osprey's put out something on Twitter as well to to back to say that he did take his Hayabusa's daughter out to lunch and ask for a blessing. The mask was made by the same person that made Hayabusa's masks. Uh, he said thanks to Marafuji for helping him find the man who done them. Um, and also he's I think he's returning the mask to the person that made the mask. I'm not entirely sure, but basically Osprey is selling at least the mask, if not the entire gear, and donating the money to Hayabusa's family as well. Yes. Like he. You know, Will Ospreay had a bad rep for many years, but he has done everything possibly he can do in his power since he's grown up to prove that he is now a mature adult. You know, he's sorry for the things he's done in the past, uh, you know, for being a, a silly kid, basically, um, a stupid fucking kid. And now, you know, credit to him. What more can you ask? Oh, no, it's, uh, 
I can ask for an amazing match, and I got that. This, week. <laughs> this was awesome, and I only brought up that shooter is Retro's kid because they play it. They play it in, mm-hmm. you know. But- and these guys went fucking. What a match! The pacing. They start out a hundred miles an hour, then they slow it down, then they rev it back up, and uh, God, this was so fucking good. And you kind of, we knew going into this that this that, you know, this was Shooter's opportunity to shine. This was going to be his moment, but he obviously was not going to walk out the U.S. champion. Uh, but goddamn, they did a great job making you think that he had. You know, you know he doesn't have a lot of hope, but they gave you that sliver of hope where you're like, Oh, he might fucking, he might steal this. Cause there might be a built in story where like Osprey's like your father's the referee. He didn't call it down the middle. Obviously we know after the match, there was bigger plans. Uh-huh. That's an understatement of the year. But yeah, no, this match on its own, ignoring post-match man. Wow. What a, what a match, what a homecoming for Shota. Um, fucking just so, so good. Um, yeah, he he's really put it all together, Shota, man. It's exciting times, man. Um, you know, he might not have a. I've seen people say, of course, he's going to be on Wrestle Kingdom. It's people. I think it's a one. It's a one card now. The yeah. card is already looking stacked. There will be a Rambo. There'll be a KOPW. There'll be a Gauntlet of some type to get people on the card. But I don't show. I think this year this was Shota's Wrestle Kingdom. This match. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Because and we'll get you know we'll get like four four shows before Wrestle Kingdom. The road to. Mm-hmm. Or like the IWGP Junior Tag Titles or the main event one night. I don't know about that. They they always get defended at Wrestle Kingdom Super Junior Tag League versus winners versus them. Yeah, but they did they perfect openers for a perfect openers for Wrestle Kingdom. They've done it for so many years. They have, but we also saw them not put the, the IWGP Junior on Dominion. It's a good point. Um, I I would hope they're on the card at Wrestle Kingdom. They they were always a great opener. Just ten minutes, let the juniors do their thing. Um, especially after watching Francesco Kira and uh, TJP versus Leo Rush and Yo in the main event today. Yeah. Um, we'll get to it. No, I'm look. I hope you're right, but you know, there's going to be those shows leading up to it, so something's got a main event. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, they, they they always do the big tag matches. You know, JY and Bullet Club member versus Okada and you know chaos member um i think i and, think i think we've exhausted those oh hell yeah um okay <laughs> let, 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 let's stop beating around bush let's get to it yeah kenny fucking omega kenny omega challenged will osprey wrestle kingdom 17 iwgp us title i can't i lost my shit i can't believe they've done it i did not think they would do it now i thought it would happen i just didn't think it would happen now First of all, what a fucking boss to do the whole promo in Japanese. Oh, it was so cool. I love Kenny. Uh, and it just, man, and like the promo was, it was beautiful, scathing. Don't blame the, oh. the, the don't blame the crowds on the pandemic. You ruined this. Like you and all your auto translate friends. Yeah, it was, it was fucking great. And he ends it with his fucking, I bid you a adieu. Oh man, I, I like I said at the top when this as soon as this happened, I looked at flights. Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it work. Uh, this is what I, what I thought might happen is we get Shibata because of Forbidden Door. You know, he confronted Osprey. There's not been any thing happen from that yet. Uh, but this is yeah. God damn it, man! I can't. I'm so happy it's happening in a New Japan ring. I'm so happy it's happening at Tokyo Dome. This is everything I wanted, man. Now, I know we're going to preview Wrestle Kingdom in a couple weeks, but on November 21st, you've had a, a night's sleep to think about it. 
Does Will Osprey beat Kenny Omega? A hundred percent, man. He this Osprey is like he said, he's trying to make the US title mean something. He really is. For the first time in a long time, the title has purpose. Like John Moxley, through no fault of his own, had it during a pandemic and the title went to shit. It was shit before then because he won it, had to drop it due to the pandemic, uh, due to flights cancelled and stuff like that. We've not had a proper champion. This it needs a solid run for people to set the benchmark. You know, we always like Okada's IWGP heavyweight run. That's the benchmark, you know, for that title. You want to see someone that's the goal for every wrestler when they win that title. We need that for the US title. And Osprey, with the defenses he's had across, you know, he done it in AEW as well. He had the match at Forbidden Door. It's cross promotions. He I would I love Kenny Omega. Absolutely one of my all-time favorites. He's like like probably num he could he could easily be my number two behind Shabar. Um but Osprey's got to win this. I agree. I think a hundred percent. I think Osprey Osprey beats him uh in a unbelievable match. And this kind of this kind of puts him if he already wasn't there in some people's eyes, because I think he is already there, Osprey. I think this definitely puts him right there. And then I think, you know, then you bring in Chibata to go new beginnings to start the year off with the Don't don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> if 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 Will beats Kenny and then Shibata walks out, that would literally be the most best resting moment ever for me. And I'm not gonna be there for it. So I really hope it doesn't happen. I'll cry from sadness that I'm not there. No, you want to cry with happiness. No, it will it's be sad that I'm it. not it's getting it, to see it. Yeah, but if I'm not that knowing that I could have been there for it if, and just put myself into debt for the rest of my life, that's a that's a small price to pay. All right, fair enough. Ru- ruining my, my 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 marriage coming up. We have to we can't get married anymore, but I got to see Shibata after Kenny Omega versus Will Osprey. I mean, she she you know she's been with you this long. She understands. No, and to, I absolutely love her to pieces. As soon as Kenny and Osprey happened, she was like, "If you need to go, you can go." Like, she's not like, "You can't go. We got a wedding to pay for." Um, it's both good and bad because I need someone to reel me in. You know? Yes, yes, yes. I understand. <laughs> Pros and cons. There you go. Um, well, the 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 pro um of the night, I think, was this main event. Oh man. Especially after that announcement. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we move on, look, I've got JY Okada is obviously the main event, no doubt. Yeah. Yep. For Western fans, for me and you, we we love Jay White. You you will be hard pushed to find two bigger Jay White fans, especially than Matt, but me and me and Matt. Right. We're smart. We're smart people. Very smart. Uh so smart. Big brains. Um, but for Western fans, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega is not without a doubt the bigger match. Of those two, Jay White Okada, Kenny Omega Osprey. Yeah. I don't yes, it's just I don't it's think there's like, uh, it's, when, it's like when Jericho came over to wrestle Kenny. Yeah. I don't think there's many Western fans that would disagree with that. Do you, I think that could be the case as well in Japan that Osprey versus Omega is a bigger match than Jay White versus Okada right now? I'm not I'm not saying it will main event, but there's a fucking strong argument that it should main event over Jay White and Okada. Yeah, I mean look, you look at the legacy Kenny Omega has built in New Japan, um, and you look at what Osprey's done in the last year, uh, and he's kind of reinvented himself. He's gone up to heavyweight. He's been the world champion. He's almost died because he had a, a kidney infection or whatever. Um, and he's persevered from that, and he's really made something of himself with the United Empire and just bring a fresh coat of paint to New Japan. Um, I I love Jay White. You love Jay White. Okada's 
arguably one of the greatest wrestlers ever. ever. We've seen it five times already, right? Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. Like I know it's I'm 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 so pumped for it, but just when you've got I, Osprey Omega just shat, overshadows it entirely yeah, in my I, mind, and I think that's we're speaking from a Western perspective, but I think that's the, that would be the case in Japan that it's a bigger deal. Um, and uh, they're they're gonna obviously they'll call Nelly agrees. Nelly thinks she heard. Nelly wants N- Nelly agrees. It's a bigger match. Um, but yeah, I. They'll obviously they'll pull the co-main event bullshit. It'll go on second to last. It's no such thing. The main event is the main event. Um, but yeah, no, I just think it's an interesting point to bring up that yeah, this match in my mind, in the mind of I'd say of all Western fans, and I'd I'd hazard a guess of a lot of Japanese fans is the bigger match on that card, biggest match on that card now. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I agree. You could, I mean, you can make a, a case for it. Of course, the you know they're not going to WWF it and not put the championship. The world championship match no, no no nor should they but there, there's a there's a very strong argument to be made um but no you were rightfully moving on to the main event uh one of the matches of the year Mayu Rutani versus Kyrie IWGP women's champion being crowned yeah uh for somebody who doesn't watch stardom um come on Nelly we're at the main event sorry if you're listening to podcast <laughs> that's my cat running interference um, someone who doesn't watch stardom, if you're looking for a place to start, like, I think this is a great place. And I think this is a great championship match to crown the first ever IWGP women's champion, uh, Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton, again, phenomenal job, the promo package before the match. Um, and, and I said it a little while ago, man, the presentation of Mayu Atani in this match versus what I saw t- two weeks ago, three weeks ago, completely different. Like I felt seeing her in a new Japan ring in front of a Japanese crowd, like she was a much bigger deal than when I saw her in New York in front of like 500 people. Yeah, I, I totally understand that as well. It's two so different matches as well. It's opponents she doesn't know in Kelly Klein, got no history yeah. of her. It's in front of a crowd that she doesn't know. Um, lots of the audience wouldn't have known her as well. Uh, but she's, she's not even on her home turf here. You know, it's a new Japan show. It's a crossover show. Um, but yeah, she she's the icon of Stardom for a reason. You know, she's been there since their first ever show. She was there. She's there today. Um, I'm very a lot. Lots of people are very gutted that she lost. Um, I understand the logic to it. You know, it's kind of I think going to be a kind of a part time belt. You know, it's but it's it's a New Japan belt at the end of the day. Um, it's going to be defended on New Japan shows. It's going to be defended at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, it's not going to be defended all the time. It's going to be defending in America. So Kyrie being the part-timer she is, it kind of makes sense. But at the same time, having it on Mayu when she's doing all these multi-woman tag matches in stardom and she's having, you know, she's on the card because she's such a big name, having the belt on every single card isn't such a bad thing. Right. No, I, I, I don't know the ins and outs like you would have of what they're going to... I didn't know Kerry was a part-timer. Yeah, so she, she left WWE. She like, she runs a gym and stuff, um, which she like very much enjoys. Um, she's only wrestled a handful of matches since she's came back to stardom, especially single matches, though she did wrestle half an hour draw the night before this match. And she's done all this on a sprained ankle, she revealed after this match. She's got a fucked up ankle. She wrestled half an hour the night before, and then she put on a match of the year versus Kyrie at historic crossover. It's pretty it's look, it's impressive. I don't know. I want I see something like this, right? 
Because I did not like Carrie Sane when she was in the WWE. I just didn't fucking get it. I didn't get it. Right? Again, I don't get it. I'm sorry, guys. I don't. I didn't get it. But this, this version of Carrie, bro, she was throwing a fucking spinning back fist. Holy shit. Man, that I like. Spinning back fist, if you don't quit <laughs> Some like, they can often, hers as well, sometimes they don't look great. I think it's quite a difficult move. When Eddie Kingston does it, it often doesn't look great. Because at the end of the day, the only way to make it look good is to fucking hit your opponent around the fucking face. Yes. You know? Like, there's no nice way to do it. There's no safe way to do it. Um, And fucking, she lit Mayu the fuck up with some of these. Like, Mayu, by the end of a match, like, down her neck and face, like, instant bruising and swelling, Um, she just beat a shot of Mayu. They beat a shot of each other. Oh, it was fantastic. And then she's fucking laughing her face. They're calling her a fucking zombie. Uh-huh. I'm like, uh, I don't know what the zombie thing is, but I'm in, man. I'm fucking in. Yeah, it's just big moments, big spots, you know, like fighting each other on the ramp. Uh, just so much emotion in it. Um, you know, the Kyrie, the work on Mayu just honing in on Kyrie's arm yep. for the whole match because obviously Kyrie does her incredible elbow drop as her finish. Um I, yeah, I, as, as upset I was that Mayu lost, I really was rooting for Mayu. Um, I can't, you can, you cannot fault this match. It's, I would hope Meltzer gives it the five stars it deserves because that means more people give it more attention and it's more views and it's more eyes because this deserves so much love. Yeah, no, this was this again. I'm not a stardom guy. Uh, a couple people helped me find a couple matches, but this was like, this was really fucking good. The German suplexes they hit on each other, like. <sighs> You know, there's, there's, you watch wrestling matches and some of it's like they've got, they're like half pregnant, right? And you can't be half pregnant. You're either pregnant or you're not. Like these ladies went out there and they put it all in the fucking line and they were fucking just the, the, the spinning back fist alone. You got to watch it. You really have to watch it. There's no like, there's no leg slaps. She's just fucking wailing uh-huh. Iwatani in the face like numerous times with these things. And this crazy chick is laughing at her. It had such a main event feel as well. It was proper. Just it started slow. It went up and up and up and up and up and up and up, and it never, it never dithered. It was on a, a, a an onward climb the whole time, and the story they're telling, the emotion in it, um, yeah, it, and a card when you have Shota versus Will, and you have Kenny Omega challenge after for this match to not be overshadowed by that announcement to get everyone immediately invested into what's happening. Because I find that difficult sometimes, you know. New Japan will make lots of their announcements during the interval, G1 climax entrance and stuff like that. It's like, holy shit, this person's going to be in the G1. Now I'm meant to just kind of refocus on the wrestling that's happening. It's kind of difficult sometimes. Kenny Omega got announced, yeah. I looked at flights as soon as this match happened. I fucking forgot all that. I was immediately invested. Yeah, no, I've I've shouted it from the rooftops when Jericho showed up after that Omega Trent Beretta match. I felt like it did a disservice because that match was Trent was, was awesome in that match. Such a fucking good match. Trent killed himself in that match. Like he done a suicide dive and Kenny was just like, see ya. And he just fucking flat out slap on his back. Oh, some absolutely horrible bumps. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I, I get it though. Like, yeah. For them to come back and just tell this amazing story, such a dramatic war mm. with all these storylines running through it. They're the sisters, two of the three sisters of stardom and, and this is the record. I think Mayu was three and two against Kiri, Carrie. Something, yeah, I'm not sure off the top of my head, but yeah, no, there, there's so much history. And the, elbow, the yeah. elbow injury, and she's hitting fucking 
she's waving goodbye, hitting tombstone pile drivers. Like it was, <laughs> it was fucking great. It was awesome. And then uh, post match, Kyrie says she wants someone to come and challenge her for Wrestle Kingdom. Before, uh, can I just? Can I just? Yeah. So we go to this post match. Uh huh. Right, and this is what's it? Bushida Road. Bushi Road. Right. The, here we go with these. This I thought they were giving her a giant check. <laughs> One of the sponsors. Yeah, and it was like upside down. It's the wrong way. This poor referee is trying to right the ship, right? She's like, sell, she's selling the elbow, right? So they're like, Kevin Kelly's trying, like, she can't even hold the thing. It weighs ounces. But then they try and promote the, the card game. It's Tanahashi and Iwatani. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Kelly and Christian have done a good job. Like, oh, the pres- they, they, they hedged their bets wrong and stuff. Um, but this is what I mean. It's that Mayu Iwatani is stardom. Right. She's been stardom since day one. You know, when Kairi went to WWE during the pandemic, Mayu Itani was there still trying to help stardom to new heights. And that's why everyone wanted Mayu to win. Um, so, yeah, it makes sense that Mayu's on that card. But, yeah, yeah. Everyone looked like uncomfortable, like they didn't know <laughs> what they were doing. Uh, yeah. yeah. But then um, after that happens, um, Tam Nakano comes out, challenges Kyrie, and we get another match for Wrestle Kingdom set off the back of this card. Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay, Tam Nakano versus Kyrie. And Tam Nakano is the lady that took Julia's hair. She is, yeah. She is the same one. She's the one that teamed up with Taichi and uh, Kanemaru earlier. She's definitely got a thing going with Taichi. Um, Taichi is very flirtatious with her in his backstage comments and stuff. Um, it's very funny. It's very adorable. Uh but yeah, it will be a great match. Uh, Tamakano is really fucking good, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. You took. Uh, I got. The, I have a new thing for this Julia now. So this chick can kick rocks. I like Tai Chi. He's my guy. Tai Chi, don't be uh, fraternizing with this. If this, this, this Tom Nakano, she's taking the beautiful Julia's beautiful hair. Don't try. She'll take your voice, bro. <laughs> oh man! In the backstage comments that I mentioned as well. Like they're talking and Taichi's got the mic stand and the microphone and everything. And uh, he asks Tam Nakano a question and he puts the mic in front of her and she starts speaking into it. And then she goes, oh, wait, this isn't a live mic, is it? And I was like, damn, she's just exposing Taichi like that. Like, a bitch. See, you can't trust her. Don't trust her, Taichi. <laughs> Stay away from her. Uh, but no, historic crossover worth every penny. Fucking one of the shows of the year. Just... You had so much joy in those mixed tag matches, just pure fun, incredible matches, m- amazing reveals, and then one of the best main events you'll see all year. Yeah, definitely worth uh, for, worth checking out. Um, and you can wait for it to just show up on New Japan World in a couple months or spend the the 3,000 yen. It's really not that much. It's not. Um, there are places out there we we won't give it a plug. We want you to support New Japan. Um, but... you uh, dig deep enough in the interwebs, you could find what you're looking for. We'll just leave it at that. But yeah, no, um, definitely watch it. However, you have to. And then uh, New Japan just keeps that train rolling. We went right into best of the 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 Go Super on. Junior Tag League. Excuse yeah. me, best of, <laughs> best of the Super Junior Tag League. <laughs> sorry excuse me he, he messed up so badly his body literally like tried to expel the the mistake with a huge yes. sneeze um, cat dander up in this house i know i know you haven't been able to watch super junior tag league yet uh like i said i got finished finished the, the league matches five minutes before we could jump on to record um first match kevin knight uh teaming up with kushta to take on alex zane and l lindemann uh a great way to kick off the league you know fun fast-paced 
lots of character from El Lindemann. He's so uh, he's so he's just so loud. He's such a big character for such a small person. Um, and it was great. They do the spot again. Uh, Kushler puts El Lindemann on his shoulders. Kevin Knight jumps up and hits the drop kick. Um, it was it was really it was the perfect way to kick off. How was uh, how Kushida look? I know this is the first time we've seen him in months. Yeah, you know, it's a shame that he is very much he's part of the furniture and not in a good way now, right? Especially being in the tournament like he is with Kevin Knight, where we know he's not going to be in contention. He's going to put on great matches. Of course, Kevin Knight's going to take a lot of losses. They might pick up a win or two if they're lucky. Um, but yeah, like the fact he came back, he's obviously so excited. He had this kind of weird feud with Ishimori where Ishimori's like, I'm going to test you to see whether you're worthy of a title shot. I think they should have just done the title match. Um, and then, of course, he suffers from foot and mouth disease. He misses loads of action. And now he's just another guy on the card. Um, you know, it's he'll he'll get there. Um, it's just it, it's it's been yeah a very not great return for Kushida through no fault of his own. No, I think this is a good spot for him though, especially with Kevin Knight and unknown. If you're not familiar with what he's done over here in uh, New Japan Strong, like they kind of tried to put it over at Historic X, you know that that uh, when Kushida was ready to come back to the dojo, he was like the first person you got to see is, is Kevin Knight and his drop kicks. The kid's amazing. So uh huh yeah no I, I'm so excited for this tag team. Um, I didn't know it would you know. It would be a thing. Uh, but yeah, you've got the LA dojo connection because Krishna move, has moved to LA because he wants to work with the dojo and uh, help them improve. Um, and then you get on to... The, I've, I've seen so many different iterations of this tag team name. The official name, as you informed me, is Wild Hips. Right. That's what, yes. Chase, Chase Owens and Chris Charlton on commentary. Uh, they, they're calling it Rhinos... Rhino, Jesus Christ, it's hard to say. Rhinoceros? Rhinoceros? That's what they're really. That's what they're calling it. That's what they was going for. I've seen other names on stuck on as well. Um, like something to do with sixty nine, something about animals and like horny, Rhino sixty nine, like horny sixty nine or something. Ah, yes, that horny, makes sense. You know, there, there, there's a there's a lot of names we could rub with here. Um, but anyway, Wild Hips defeat Doki and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Um, let me guess, Doki got pinned. He did. Uh, he had like kind of not new gear, the same gear, but it had lots of gold on it. He looked pretty cool. Um, oh, but yeah. So that always makes you think. Oh, maybe they're going to do well. They they were kind of my dark horse for this tournament, Doki and Kanemaru. Um, but yeah, it it was pretty good match. Lots of bum stuff. Uh, Clark Connors picks up the the win for them. Uh, not really interested in the next match because the House of Torture was in it. But you could tell me about it. It's such. This is one of the few matches that of House of Torture that matters that we've had with crowd noise. So it's it's quite interesting for that because I I'm I mean I'm already telling you spoilers. It's too late to ask now. I have the uh, results in front of me. So. <laughs> um, I'm a professional. I will go back and watch, but I have to. Uh, so evil and Yujiro come out to run interference. Of course they do. Uh, but the crowd starts chanting. I think they're chanting like "Go home, evil" or something like that, like they used to do to Taichi. Okay. Um, I'm not sure, but they're chanting bad things about House of Torture. And then the pops when Robbie Eagles and Tiger Master overcoming the odds are loud. They're great. The crowd's like, yeah, fuck us, torture. They're super happy. So this works so much better with crowd interaction is what I'm trying to say. You know, it's a it's a drag with clap crowds because it is pure silence. Right. It's a lot more fun and enjoyable with this crowd noise. 
It's ironic that the crowd noise is back one night after Kenny Omega video. <laughs> yeah, the power of Kenny Omega. You mentioned that uh, Chase Owens was on commentary. I know Kevin Kelly won't be there for this, so they're doing because they mentioned it on on uh, the crossover. Uh, Ke- uh, Chris will be with uh, American Speaking Junior now for the World Tag League. They're going to be alternating. So. Yeah, so for World Tag League, he'll have a junior with him, and for Super uh, Best of the Super. You're doing it I, me now, man. Ah, Super Junior Tag League, he'll have a heavyweight with him. Um, they'll switch. I don't, I don't, I, I imagine he's gonna rotate who it is. Like they have uh, Kevin often has people join him from the G1 and stuff. Yeah. Uh, like he had Finley and Tom Lawler, and the list goes on. Um, yeah, Chris Charlton on Twitter it was like, you know, his first time doing play by play. He he done a great job. Um, it was kind of gag heavy, you know, lots of gags in there and stuff, uh, which is par for the course with Kevin. But I think it was a bit maybe too much gag heavy but i don't want to put him down it, it, he he done a, a great job I, he didn't have the best partner in chase owens um but, you know hopefully he gets someone who's a bit more outspoken uh willing to just jump in because lots of the time it was chris Cholton setting chase up you know right. uh so hopefully you know with a better partner it's, it's chris Cholton's first time doing play-by-play you'd never know it was his first time what uh how do you f- i don't think we've ever talked about him how do you feel about robbie eagles i love robbie man he's uh He's great. The Japanese audience fucking loves him. Um, he has cool new gear to match with Tiger Mask. Uh, they've got you know Flying Tigers, previous tag team champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, he, he's great. Um, he's smooth as hell. Uh, he's clean. He do- he doesn't put a fat out of place. Um, he's just like he's a joy to watch. You know, he's not gonna be putting on big spots or anything, but he's so he's a pro- like a, a wrestler. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I I don't I like Robbie Eagles. Uh, he, you know, he also was a victim of the pandemic. So he's one of the few guys that was still making the journey during the pandemic. The poor fucker, like especially with Australia's restrictions were super strict. Yes. Um. So yeah, he deserves a lot of credit for that. Uh, and he got it in the fact that he was a double champion, he junior and junior tag champ, uh, all at once. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he he's cool. It's, it's great to see him back, and they'll be contenders at the end of the day. They were former tech champions, so they could be in for the running uh, at the end of the once the tournament is up. Now, uh, this next match, uh, we saw the newly acquired Teton with Bushi against Ace Austin and Chris Bay, um, the debuting Bullet Club here of Chris Bay. How did you uh, had this come across, and do you like the Bullet Club uh, in this tournament? Chris Bay and Ace Austin, hell yeah! Um, House of Torture, I know, uh, but yeah, they, do you know what's really there? like so entertaining like everything they do chris bay and ace austin they really bring just something different like they had lots of heel antics they were doing the scratches like elp does and stuff like that but they made it their own they're just very they're flashy that's the word i'm looking for they're super flashy it makes them really stand out in this tournament um it was chris bay's japanese debut uh he looked like a million bucks um you know i think Bushi and Titan again, like I said about Kushta, especially Titan, he's just quickly become part of furniture. It's not like, oh, there's a Titan match coming up. I'm, I'm excited. It's, you know, oh, there's a Titan match coming up. Um, whereas, you know, Francesco Akira and TJP, who have been teaming and around for a lot longer, their matches still feel fresh and exciting. I'm already kind of like, eh, it's Titan. Yeah, that's like Titan's purpose was just like, I, I don't know, you can't, I don't understand now that it's a time to marinate. Like, he's in LIJ with arguably the greatest super junior ever. And then you're, he's either, you know, Bushi's no slouch. 
Boucher's a fucking slouch. <laughs> he's not he's good. Playing, you're playing second field to Hiromu and oh, yeah, yeah. Bushi. You know, like I just don't understand. You know, th- it's not like the three of them are going to go after the never open weight titles. Like, no, no. Um, yeah, I like we said when he first joined it, we wasn't sure if it was a good fit. Time will tell. Um, I'm still not convinced it's a good fit. Uh, because he's just. You know, he's kind of as great as Titan is in the ring. I don't feel like he's got a lot to him, character-wise and stuff. And LIJ are a raggle of characters. Yep. You know, they're Bushi, not so much, but the rest of them have got such distinct characters, and it's the way those characters shouldn't really work together, but they do. Um, this ragtag group mm-hmm. of, you know, rudos, uh, as they would be in Mexico. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't think Titan fits in. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm well. I as I as as we watch the Super uh, Junior Tag Tournament, uh, we will find. You know, we will see. Just, yeah. but I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, how much did the main event fucking? Oh, oh man, it is awesome. Yeah, like one of the best junior, one of the best junior tag matches of the year. I think um, Leo Rush looks like a million bucks. Um, Francesco Akira has come on so far so quickly. When he first made his debut, and it was kind of awkward, uh, you know, he just flashed up the lighter in the ring and stuff, announced he was going to be in Best of the Super Juniors. He had a great Best of the Super Juniors, but he was meant to be kind of heelish. He's in United Empire, and he just got such a baby face. He's this young kid. Uh, he's like 23, I think. He's super yeah, he's young. Um, and in this, it, the, you know, he's cocky now. He's a bit brash. He's a bit arrogant, but he's still got that kind of babiness to him as well. He's... He, he's awesome. I love Francesco Akira. He's like, we're doing at wrestling, we're kind of starting to think about our year-end awards and stuff like that. Um, I think he's my shout for breakout star of the year. That's not, that's not a bad pick. I, I'd find, you could be hard-pressed to find somebody else who's had a year like him. And I think the pairing with TJP oh. is a great move by them. Because if anyone knows about being young and in a foreign country, it's TJP. Like, I don't think people realize, like, he's he's got to be approaching 20 years in the business. Oh, it might, it might be more than that, man. Um, as well, like, it's, it's, old, it's yes. you know, TJP is TJP, the person isn't the greatest, says stupid stuff on Twitter. But TJP, the wrestler, is fucking great. If he kept his mouth shut, signed off on Twitter, whatever, just kept his ridiculous opinions to himself he would be such a fan favorite from the Western audience. He's he's, he's he was so over during this match in Japan. Um, and they are post-match as well. They done this, uh, thing with the, uh, good crowd where they split the crowd in half and one side would shout catch and the other side would count shout two, two. So I was like, catch two, two, catch two, two. Uh, each. I, I put this on Twitter, United empire, my favorite faction right now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw they're doing, uh, they were doing like a special like autograph thing and you could order they like you go order the po- the poster signed by all of them it looks really cool i'm tempted i'm also tempted <laughs> i don't look around first before i said anything <laughs> but i also don't trust the united states postal service not to bend the fuck out of it so if you want if you generally want one get sent to me i'll wrap it up better and send it to you all right we'll talk about it off the year yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, TJP's been wrestling since 1998, so 20, 20-plus 20 years. Jeez, 24 years, going on 25, man. And he's, he's only 38. That's fucking nuts. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, but uh, this, it was a great, you know, most of the matches were about the 10-minute mark. Uh, lot, okay, so Kushida match, 10 minutes. Honors match, eight and a half. Robbie Eagles, 10 minutes. Uh, Chris Bay match, 13 minutes. Main event, 19 minutes. Nice. Skip out the entrances. Skip out the post-match. A little over an hour for five league matches. You're up to date, and they're, they're all great, especially that main event is massive. Yeah, I'm def- it's definitely... Uh... It'll be on while I'm, while I'm cleaning the living room tomorrow. I'm going to make a big segue away from Super Junior Tag League. Have okay. you seen, you know, you, 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 Umura, put up on his Twitter before that he's looking for wrestling and stuff. He said, bye bye, New Japan, or something like this. I can't remember. And people are like, oh my God, you just leaving New Japan. And I was like, of course he's not. He's just playing that he's looking for bookings. And like he's now part of Impact, he's not seemingly doing New Japan strong anymore. And now his Twitter profile has Impact on the banner, and his bio just says like Impact Wrestling or something like that. People have taken this as gospel that he has left New Japan. I think if you are of that belief, you are not a very wise human being. To that was that was a not very nice way to say that. Well, it's better than the way I would have said it. Yeah, I, I tried to be uh, reasonable. It did not come out well. Um, the dude isn't going anywhere. Fucking hell. He's a young lion. He's on excursion in Impact. Um, he, he is, in my eyes, he's the biggest prospect of the four, Shota, Suji, Ren, and Yuya. I would put all my money on Yuya. Um, yeah, I mean, you. this was news to you, looking at your face. It is. Um, I've, been in, I've been in Thanksgiving hell. Almost. Yeah, uh, but like given what i've just told you you know maybe bring up yuya's profile on his your, his twitter um do you think he's leaving new japan do I, no that's a silly question to ask me i know what i know how this works uh like excursion it's to, to get surprise people he okada was in impact and he was wearing a fucking mask and he was second to samoa joe and now he's like the best wrestler in the world yeah it's how it works uh, it's so it, it's the like not the talk of Twitter, but there's lots of people. You know, I see people. You know, like oh my god, how did they convince? How did Impact convince him to leave New Japan and stuff? And it's like they haven't. That's how. Like how it's. <sighs> and and an interview went out with Shibata, an awesome interview by the way, uh, on New Japan World website, uh, New Japan website as well. And he talks about Yuya. He says Yuya is perfect for America. He Shibata's like I think he will be the. He's going to be such a big, big deal when he comes back to Japan. Like, Shibata's not going to talk about Yuya if Yuya has decided to up and fucking leave the LA Dojo like that. Right, of course. Like, it's this is how this is how the Young Lions system works. They are Young Lions, and then they go away. And you, you saw with Ren Narita and Jay White and Shooter, they go away. That's the thing. Because of the pandemic, they kind of, they couldn't. So they kind of new japan strong kind of came a quasi excursion of sorts now he can have a proper excursion he can disappear like they're meant to we're not meant to be seeing them on new japan strong we're not meant to be seeing show a rock up at royal quest you know they're meant to disappear you're meant to forget about them they come back holy shit they're back it's been so long they're so different they're so improved yeah i don't know i guess i mean i guess if people don't know or i don't know it's it's one thing that was getting at me, and I wanted to address it. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you brought it up because it was news to me. I knew he was an impact, but I didn't. 
ever think he was leaving. No, no, never in a million years is you leaving. I'll, I'll, I'll fire anyone that wants to disagree. That's just how you got to go and you got to learn how to work the, the other styles, you know? I'm getting, I'm getting the Shibata tile on, so I finally look like my logo. There you go. I'm there wearing my new, uh, my new Miami Dolphins hat that my wife got me for my birthday. How does Shibata make it? How does Shibata make it look so clean? He only shows the red. There's so much white here. Here we go. Now, He's a professional. <laughs> other than the fact that my hair is like 50% grey, um, I look somewhat like the, our, our logo. I don't think I look anything like our logo with the orange hat on. Eh, I mean, yeah. sorry. I don't mean, <laughs> I mean to disappoint you. But no, Super Junior Tag League is off to a great start. World Tag League kicks off tomorrow by the time this is up on YouTube. It'll no doubt have already happened. We're recording this on Monday, the 21st of November. Yep. Monday, 21st of November. Uh, of course, Matt knows that because it's his birthday and it's the 11th anniversary of Shining Wizards, like we said at the top. Woo-woo. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so excited for this World Tag League. So excited for Super Ju- Best of the Super Junior. Jesus Christ, Super Junior Tag League. Um, what I did, but yeah. did there? Coglin and Alex. Jesus Christ! Now I'm saying Coglin and Alex. This has not been a good episode. Mm-hmm. I, we, we, yeah. we, so if you we're, we're we're talking about Waka on commentary and she's speaking a second language, we can barely speak our own language. It's par for the course of me. If you listen to the <laughs> you know I cannot speak English at all. But uh, yeah, I'm so excited, particularly for Alex Coglin and Gabriel Kidd. Um, I think I just fucking let them win the league. Um, no, don't let, let them get to the final news to Aussie Open. That's my dream. Yeah, because I think all signs are pointing to FDR Aussie Open, right? Yeah, I'd say Naito and Sonata are a good shout as well, though. Um, but you've got to think it's Aussie Open. Yeah. What are we going to do if there's a Wrestle Kingdom without Naito in the main event? Uh, they, they, they're not going to sell any tickets, man. It's, it's just going to be like. Your your two friends that are going over, and that'll be it. They'll have Tokyo Dome sent off. It's rough. That's rough, man. But yeah, uh, in the past two weeks in New Japan, there's only been the two shows um, since we last recorded uh, Historic Crossover Super Junior Tag League. Um, but when we come back in two weeks, we're probably going to have 50 shows to talk about because World Tag League and, Su- and Super Junior Tag League are going to fucking hit the gas hard. Yeah, they're, they're going to, as the kids say, they're going to fuck. They are going to fuck. They are going to fuck. And if you are looking to fuck on some New Japan or some Japanese wrestling, Kieran's over there at WrestleIn, uh, and he's doing the Noob Japan podcast. You uh, shared, and I don't know if it's a late, the, the latest episode, but I know you sat down with uh, with Brett, and you did Hayabusa. Yeah. Hi, it's uh, that, episode, right? Yeah, yeah, it's an old episode. Um, but it was it's one of my favorites because the dude has met and spent time with Hayabusa. Um, he's got two out of three high boosters ring gears. Um, he is, in my opinion, nobody knows FMW and high booster, at least among people that speak English, then Brett. Um, so I wanted to plug that because obviously after Osprey, uh, high booster was getting a lot of love. Um, but yeah, that's a uh, noob Japan. You can find that by searching for wrestle in IWN, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, wrestle in.com at wrestle in on Twitter uh lots of cool shit lots of good shit we're looking into our year-end awards we're looking at adding more stuff to our patreon once i pull my finger out my ass um you know yeah it's it's a good time to jump in we've opened up our discord we've got a public discord now lots of people in there we was all watching the new japan show live we're talking about the world cup um yeah come join us at wrestle in on twitter oh nice the discord's fun it is it is it's a good time 
plug away plug away what do i have to play you plugged me before man ah, shining wizards. Sorry, at wizards. At wizards podcast 11th anniversary i don't i can't cut here's the problem typically i'm the booker man right i'm like the kevin sullivan of the shining wizards the gato whatever you want to call me i'm doing the book i usually book everything so when we do these anniversary shows i go fucking nuts i book like 15 guests it's a fucking super stressful day in october i said fuck this noise i go kevin rogue from the year of pod is a fantastic dude he gets our humor and kate from fightful um has been a supporter for so long i said they know the show they know what we like i said let's just let them fucking book the show we Um, just gotta show up we just gotta show up and just be there i'm so excited to listen to this and see who the mystery guests are as well um because i i mean i I think no one's listening i think i can say this that it's gonna be a it's gonna be gato gato is gonna be one of the mystery guests that'd be amazing (laughs) all <laughs> out of my chair i don't know i just don't know so i just got to show up and we'll see what kind of debauchery uh takes place but it's gonna be fun i'm excited for this man at, at wizards podcast follow shining wizards podcast on social media patreon as well i finally signed up uh as i've been meaning to for so long it's one of those things that you always mean to do and you just never do it and i fucking done it when i was waiting for a train home from work oh it's much appreciated but uh yeah um at Wizards Podcast at WrestleIn. Bread you want to follow. Type you want to support us. You want to check us out. So Kieran's a great follow on Twitter at KieranRH93. Um, you know, if you have like Twitter envy and you want to watch other people be <laughs> successful at Twitter and have like conversations with like Kenny Omega and Will Osprey and like their best friend Jay White. Kenny retweeted me today. Ah, there. See, there he is. Will Osprey retweeted me about 10 times in the last week. That's it. I saw Jun Akiyami wrestle live. Yeah, fuck you, man. Like, oh, see, that's, this, is, that's... this is this is all virtual. This is all bullshit. Twitter's dead. Like you know, Elon said fuck oh. Kieran. Um, but that's that's the shit that matters. You yeah, know, but you... you got to sit down with the Billy Goat and do an interview face to face with him. Yeah, and, and <laughs> that's the shit that matters. The the stuff you get to do, the experiences. Right? These are all numbers on a fucking screen. Um. That make me very happy, I have to say. Um, yeah, well, Jay White knows who you are. You've well, had gone face to face, and he knows, he doesn't know who my I am. Can I make you? Uh, okay. Can Ma- you make me what? Ma- Not a maniac? No. No. Marafuji followed me this week. This guy's a fucking legend. This Kieran, you're the best, dude. You're such a fucking awesome dude. Um, Honestly, but... if you're not following Kieran on Twitter at KieranRH93, he doesn't give like hot takes or bullshit. He's the best at like this day in New Japan history or this day in wrestling that involved the New Japan guy. And he's the fucking I keep my mouth sharing. I keep my mouth shut on purpose. But it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's such a breath of fresh air. I don't need my t- timeline filled up of hot takes. I want to see the backstage shit uh, translated into English, and I want to laugh uh, and chuckle at. Uh, talking to <laughs> yeah and, and that little girl ruining tai chi's gimmick <laughs> it did make me laugh oh god i got like agita now you need to go celebrate your birthday more matt before you yeah. celebrate with the wizards I'll see what's on the honey do list when i go downstairs <laughs> go celebrate your birthday by preparing for thanksgiving i will do that because on that see because i i got put the time in now I'll give you a piece of advice kieran since you're gonna get married 
you know, pick your battles. Got to pick your battles. And, uh, you know, happy wife, happy life is a real thing. She's like, right. I so, my role. We're trying to find an empty piece of paper here and it's all hers and I can't find one. There's notes everywhere. That's okay. This is forever in the internet now. Uh, I'll like, clip it. Like, I know my role. Like, so I'll clean. I'm going to clean. You know your role and uh, you shut your mouth. I really do. I clean. <laughs> I clean Tuesday. I clean Wednesday, right? Thanksgiving comes. I watch football. And my job on Thanksgiving is to tell everybody, don't go in the fucking kitchen. Leave Rihanna. <laughs> That's my job. Now, Standing there like Shabata like cross-armed in front of the kitchen. And if they don't listen, that's on them because then they get screamed at. You were warned. <laughs> Sit that's on the it. couch. Watch the football. Go in the living room. Do something. Don't go in the kitchen. Well, man, uh, we don't have Thanksgiving over here. I know it's a big deal in America. Um, so I hope that's awesome. And I hope the rest of your birthday is fucking killer, man. I hope the rest of the World Tag League is as killer as my birthday is going to be. Oh, that's that's lofty. That's, that's a high peak to reach. It's really not. I'm going to go make a sandwich right now. <laughs> Do some Thanksgiving things. The Shadowlands 11th anniversary show is going to be a banger. But uh, I don't know. You just get older. You know, my mother-in-law got me a gift. She got me this this uh, wonderful, sensational Sherry figure. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm going to pop this bad boy open and put it in my, my detolf. But mm -hmm. otherwise, it'll be pretty uneventful. And I'm okay with that. Nah, it's You you appreciate it. You need, it's the little things. That's it. Well, you're appreciated, and we appreciate you. Remember, FightfulOverbook.com, Fightful.com. Uh, subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you if you watch it on YouTube. Hit that like button. Those likes mean a lot to us. And then share it. Share it on the Reddit. Share it uh, wherever, whatever's not going to explode today. I don't know what's going down. If, uh, <laughs> I know yeah, all they... weekend it was Twitter. People are like, this is not going to be here on Monday. Well, it was here. It's uh -huh. still here. Yeah, leave us a comment too and tell us that we're pronouncing wrestlers' names wrong. Thank you oh, to yeah, the commenter who uh, told us how to pronounce Oscar's name and we definitely still got it wrong. Um, but we do read them is the point I'm trying to make. Uh, and we appreciate all the, the likes on YouTube, the subscriptions to Fight for Overbooked, uh, and the likes and retweets when we do our best to plug this baby over on uh, Twitter. Yeah, man. So uh, if you're in the United States and you celebrate Thanksgiving, have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy that. This is my one piece of advice. Like, this is a real one. Like, put your fucking phone away at Thanksgiving and just enjoy the time with your family, or else Kenny Omega is going to come to your house <laughs> and he's going to say goodbye, goodnight, bang. He's going to shoot your phone. That's a great, that's a great finish. He's going to clean up the phone. Whoa. You're, you're just full of puns. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know why. Kieran, I apologize for this. For what? This has been, this has been on my soundboard the whole time we've been doing this, this show. And now that he's back in New Japan, I think it's the perfect way to end the night. I just have oh. to find it now. Is it? What I think it is. Are we gonna get you in trouble don't. playing it? Are we gonna get in trouble playing it? Just don't. Shh, shh. No one will know. No one will know. I don't think so. Find it now. No one will know. Um, the stupid thing in a while. I'm gonna find it. Hold on. But yeah, we'll be back in um two weeks. We should say as well. Uh, every other Monday we sit down and record this. Um, so we'll have lots of bested. <sighs> We need to get off of this podcast. <laughs> we'll have lots of Super Junior Tag League and World Tag League to talk about. Why is it not here? As I try to filibuster whilst Matt tries to find whatever he's going to play us out with. 
Oh my god, I'm so disappointed that I just thought of this and now I can't find it. Well, we can do it for the next episode. All right. God damn it. And all right, I guess so. See? I'm pissed now. <laughs> that, I'm assuming that wasn't that wasn't what you were trying to find. It wasn't, but I'm pissed now. Damn it. <laughs> uh, oh, fine. I know where it is. I know where it is. I was just gonna do the final plugs. Go, go, go. Do the final plugs. Fightfulovervooked.com. Fightful.com. New Japan Bread Cup. New Japan Fightful Overbooked. Like, subscribe, rate, comment. We'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye and good night. I should have played music. <laughs>